0: I am a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and owner of Dylan Murphy Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice helping women make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. We welcome all foods over here, from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about meal prep. And I'm curious when you hear the phrase meal prep or maybe meal plan, what comes to mind for you? Maybe you picture spending your whole Sunday in the kitchen, eight plus hours. Maybe you picture expensive grocery bills. Maybe you picture buying a million and one different ingredients that you use once and then they go into the back of your pantry and then you discover them a year later and they're expired. Or maybe even you just break out in hives and you're tempted to skip this episode. Like, I don't want to learn about meal planning. I don't want to learn about meal prepping. Like that just overwhelms me. So one, if that's you, if any of that applies to you, keep listening, friend, because I promise. This topic and what we're going to talk about when it comes to meal planning and meal prepping is going to change the game, all caps, for you. And it's going to be so different than what you've ever experienced before when it comes to meal planning, meal prepping, all the things. And if you feel that way, like what I mentioned before of the stress, the overwhelm, the hives, all of that's so valid because... You know, if you think of diets you've been on in the past, different food plans or meal plans that you followed, it may include something like strict calorie counting, eating food you don't necessarily enjoy, or maybe having rules around what you can and can't have. So maybe you are in the kitchen cooking and making these super elaborate recipes, but it's also not necessarily food you enjoy. Or maybe you don't really have time to be spending eight hours in the kitchen. I mean, I don't know who does. (laughs) And so then it just feels overwhelming because then it adds more stress to your life. So I know you're probably very busy. You probably want to eat more meals at home. You also probably want to save money. Maybe none of those apply to you, but I think most of us humans are trying to find ways to save time ways to save money and just ways to eat at home more. And probably now more than ever with, you know, if you're listening to this in real time and um, the coronavirus that's been going on for what seems like years now, we're, you know, all being also forced to eat more meals at home. And so, this type of skill, meal prepping or meal planning, can be an essential skill where you're able to eat more at home. So, you're spending more time with your family. Maybe you're saving money and you're able to use that money for other things than eating out or getting takeout or things like that. And it also helps to bring some sense of just relief and um, clarity to your day to day where you're not having to be overwhelmed with okay, what am I going to cook for dinner? Oh my gosh, how am I going to fit in three hours this afternoon to cook this crazy elaborate recipe? So let me introduce you to the rule of threes, which is the meal planning strategy we use with all of our clients at Free Method to really bring simplicity to your grocery and food routine. Because what we found is a lot of people have that desire to eat more meals at home But the overwhelm of how they've experienced meal planning before prevented them from doing it. And we ask all of our clients when they start working with us, do you enjoy cooking? Do you feel like your life or your schedule interferes with cooking or eating meals at home? And a lot of people say, no, they don't enjoy cooking. And yes, they do feel like their life and their schedule interferes. And so what's interesting, though, is when we dig deeper, especially into this idea of do you enjoy cooking? A lot of the times it's because that, that you know they were taught this idea of, well, cooking automatically equals hours in the kitchen, crazy recipes where it just feels very out of reach and not something that can just fit into the mold of your day-to-day life. Because maybe there's some of you listening who genuinely love cooking and it's self-care for you and it's fun and you could spend hours in the kitchen and not even blink an eye. It's like, enjoyment to you. But then there's some of you listening who probably are the complete opposite where you're like, okay, I'll cook so that I can put food on the table. So my family and I can eat a nourishing meal, but I also enjoy other things like reading or watching TV or binge watching the latest Netflix series. (laughs) And so really this helps both of you. If you're the person who loves cooking or more so just needs to be able to cross cooking off the to do list so you can get to other things, this rule of three process is gonna help you both. So there's three steps when it comes to this process plan, shop, and prep. So, first, step one is plan. So, what you're gonna do is you're going to take, actually, before I get to this, let me say something. If you are driving the car right now, that's fine take mental notes if you're not driving in the car grab a sheet of paper grab a pen take some notes because this is about to be the juice okay so back to step one plan so take an inventory of all the foods you have on hand so this may be food from the prior week like maybe you have some leftover ground turkey meat maybe you have some leftover random veggies you have some bananas. And then also taking an inventory of any bulk items you have. So maybe you have rice or pasta or bread or, you know, just any random items that maybe you just have in bulk. So they're not items you necessarily need to buy every week. So you're going to make a list or just take an inventory, whether you write it out or just kind of take a mental note of, okay, what do I have on hand? So what in those foods, then I don't need to buy So from there, you start to put together the items that you need to use. So maybe you see, okay, I have leftover Brussels sprouts and I'm going to need to use those this week or else they're going to go bad. So what we're going to do is on your sheet of paper, you're going to have three columns. You're going to have a column that says veggies, a column that says carbs, and a column that says protein. And this is going to more so, I would say, apply to lunch and dinner versus... I mean, sure, it can apply to breakfast, but I would say we're veggies. Really, you could just write produce, like fruit or veggie. It doesn't have to just be veggies. And my usual disclaimer to this does not mean that every single meal has to have veggies or fruit or some sort of produce. No, that's not what I'm saying. Hear me loud and clear. What I'm saying more so is these are good foods to just have on hand throughout the week. When you're making a meal, it can be good to have an idea of what your plate should look like. And then just seeing what makes sense with that meal, what sounds good to you. So you have your columns, veggies, produce, or sorry, veggies, and or just produce in general, carbs and protein. So You have your three columns. Then we're going to do three items under each column. So we're going to have three items under veggies, three items under carbs, three items under protein. Now, this is where your inventory is going to come in hand. So let's say we notice, okay, I already have Brussels sprouts. So one of the items under veggies is going to be Brussels sprouts. Maybe you have rice already. Maybe that's one of your bulk items. So you don't need to buy rice. You already have rice. And again, let's say maybe you have ground turkey in the freezer that you need to use. So there's one item in each category that you already have. Then what you're going to do is continue to fill that in. Now, this can either come from maybe there's a fun recipe you want to try or maybe you're just trying to think through, okay, what are three veggies that I enjoy or what are three veggies that my family enjoys? Three proteins and three carbs. Now, it doesn't have to be, three. It's not like three is the magic number. Maybe let's say for example, protein, maybe you only really like chicken and beef. That's okay. Then you'll just buy enough of those two protein items to make meals for the whole week or veggies or carbs. It doesn't have to be three, but I would say three is what we found with clients to be kind of that perfect balance that'll, that'll last you throughout the week. Now, if you have, let's say, a family of five, where it's yourself and your partner, and y'all have three kids, you may need more than three, or the quantity that you buy will just obviously be different than a family of two. So what we're going to do then is, so we have our list, we have it filled out with three veggies, three carbs, and three protein. So we're good to go there. Now, what we're going to do is from those columns, we're going to pick one item from each column. So, we're gonna pick one veggie, one carb, and one protein. And this is how we're gonna form a complete meal. And so, with this, we're putting more emphasis on the components of the meal versus it being this elaborate recipe. Now, again, you have the freedom and flexibility to then take, let's say, that ground turkey or that salmon or those Brussels sprouts and go use a fun recipe or whatever it may be. But this is helping to simplify it, and then you can do As you wish with it. So let's go through an example. So let's say a veggie is Brussels sprouts. We'll go with the ground turkey we've been talking about and the rice that we've been talking about. So we have those three items, picking one from each category. So then, obviously, we probably are going to need to, you know, spice it up, add a little flair so that the meal isn't just bland, you know, sauteed or ground turkey chopped Brussels and rice. So maybe you think, okay, I could do kind of like an Asian teriyaki stir fry type bowl with this. So maybe I'll buy some teriyaki sauce and maybe I also want to add some bell peppers or maybe some shredded carrots or some other veggie to the mix too. Maybe I also want to make sure I have enough of the beloved Trader Joe's everything but the bagel seasoning. If you hear anything I say, it's that is the best seasoning ever. But also, I hope you hear a lot more from this episode. So from there, you've pieced together the three items. You then see what do I need to get to to make this a complete meal, to spice it up, to give it some flair, some enjoyment. So then that's what you're going to add to your grocery list as well. So to reiterate, we have our three columns, veggies, carbs, protein. We then have three items under each column. So for example, under veggies, maybe we have Brussels and so on and so forth, like we've mentioned. Then the third step is going to be, we are going to take one item from each column and form them into a complete meal. So then the meal is going to have a veggie, a carb and a protein. From there, we're going to see what else we need to add to that meal to give it some flair, additional sides, fats, sauces, etc. So we do that and then that's our grocery list. So you can either what some of our clients will do is they'll take their grocery list and have it divided carbs, protein, veggies, and then maybe like a miscellaneous tab that'll have any of the additional sauces, sides that you need for the meals, as well as foods you may need for breakfast, foods you may need for snacks, lunches, etc or maybe you just put it into one big list. Either way, now you have a list. You're also aware of what items you don't need to buy because you already have them at home. And that helps you save money because one, you're not throwing out food. You're making use of food that was left from the week before. Obviously, as long as it's still good <laughs> and you're not having to buy extra veggies or extra items at the store because you have them at home. Now, I would love to see just raising your hands, even though obviously I can't see you, but think through how many times you go into the fridge, you grab out a bag of salad or some sort of item in your fridge, and you see, oh, this went bad a week ago or a month ago, or okay, now there's mold growing on this, so I need to throw it out. I know I do that quite often (laughs) before utilizing this strategy. So this is going to help With that, it's going to help cut down how much food you're throwing out. So it's going to save you money. And circling back to what we talked about in the beginning, if you're like most people, you're probably trying to save money. (laughs) I feel like we always are. So now you're going to go shop. So you go to the store, you have your list in hand, and you're ready to go. Grocery shopping is quick, it's efficient. You go in, you have your list, you get what you need, and you go. And that also saves so much money. It may sound silly, but it does. When you go into the grocery store with a list, that's going to help prevent you from just mindlessly walking down the aisles, grabbing things that look good. It's going to help you just stay on task, everything on the list, get in, get out. Another tip for grocery shopping is don't go hungry. If you go to the grocery store and you're hungry, it's so easy to just buy the whole grocery store because you're hungry and you're like, this sounds good. This sounds good. This sounds good. So make sure, have a snack before you go to the grocery store, go to the grocery store after eating a meal and you're golden. So then the last step is the beloved prepping. And this is where we're going to reinvent and help you redefine what meal prep looks like. Because the first part we talked about was planning. So we've already made piece of the planning stage. Shopping, we're making that more efficient, quick, easy, get in, get out. Prepping. Now, this is where it's super, super individualized to you. And this can honestly change week to week. So let's say, for example, you have a week where your schedule is a little bit busier. So maybe yourself or your husband or your partner has meetings late at night, and so you know. Okay, it might be a little unrealistic to cook a bunch of meals every single night after we finish work because our meetings are going to be late. So maybe we need to plan a little more ahead of time. Maybe we need to prep a big batch of soup to on Sunday that we can eat on throughout the week. So that's where some of the strategy will come in of on Sunday. So let's say, for example, if you if you do this on Sunday, if you go grocery shopping You're going to want to come home and map out your week. You could also do this before you go to the grocery store and just get a good idea of, okay, do you have kids? Do we have any nights where they have sporting events? Do they have piano lessons? Do they have any things after work, after school that we need to take into account? It's just like you and your partner, you and your husband, Do, do we have any, you know, dinner, work dinners? Do we have any events? Do we have anything going on in the week where we don't really need to account for a meal? So you have your plan and then you can see, okay, am I going to have time to prep and make this meal the day of, or should I try and do something ahead of time to make it a little bit easier? Now, some tips we give our clients are things like, maybe you could go ahead and cut the veggies. So let's say, You have your three or so veggies that you're buying for the week. You go home before you put them in the, in the fridge, get out a cutting board, get out a knife, cut all the different veggies, put them in their different Tupperware, and then they're good to go for when you pull them out on the day that you're going to make them, you roast them, you saute them, cook them. However, that saves you five minutes, if not more, which doesn't sound like that much time. But when you think about you know, clocking out of work, shutting your laptop down at 6 p.m. You're ready to eat. Those five minutes feel like a lifetime. (laughs) You'll thank me later, I promise. So cutting veggies, cooking rice ahead of time, or if you want a big shortcut, buying like frozen rice. That's what we buy. Going back to beloved Trader Joe's, the frozen rice, or just really seeing like, okay, what are ways we can cut corners and really make this happen? Because what we've done is, sure, we've bought all the food, we've planned out, we kind of have an idea of what meals we're going to have this week, but the biggest and oftentimes hardest step is actually cooking the food. So we want to see how can we make sure that this food that I planned out, that I bought at the store, that I actually achieve cooking it and enjoying it for a meal instead of come the next Sunday, realizing there's mold growing on it, and now I have to toss it out. So really, again, you can spend as little or as much time prepping on the weekends, on different days of the week. Another thing that's so helpful with this strategy. So like you have noticed, we have three items under each column, right? So if we say each item turns into a meal. So, you know, we picked a carb, a protein, and a veggie. Meal one, meal two, meal three. So we have three meals. The idea is, okay, that'll, let's say, for example, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So we know those are covered, but here's where it also gets better. What can be so helpful is to make extra. So maybe you double the recipe, maybe you make a larger amount. So then it lasts you longer where either you also have it for lunch the next day, or you also have it for dinner on Thursday, dinner on Sunday, other nights of the week. So that's one huge key is you're able to have this meal more than once. But also what we're focusing on is the components. So I have three veggie items. I have three carb items. I have three protein items. So also throughout the week, I could mix and match. So say come Thursday, I have Brussels sprouts left, but then I also have chicken and maybe I have pasta, let's say. Okay, I'll throw those Brussels in with the chicken, the pasta, and I'll make a meal. So you're able to kind of mix and match and utilize the components throughout the whole week. So again, you're not throwing out food. You're utilizing all these different leftovers and piecing them together. Now, if you're in your car, like Dylan, I don't like leftovers. That's okay. And those are the type of people when we have clients that don't necessarily enjoy leftovers, which is fine. They might have five items in each column instead of three. So, you know, maybe they're still on average buying about the same amount of food, spending about the same amount on groceries, but you're just having more variety and knowing like this is going to last me just one meal versus, okay, I'm going to make enough Brussels sprouts where I can eat on them. You know, my family can eat on them for at least two, maybe three meals. So I hope this is so helpful in your meal prepping journey and helping you understand that cooking and that planning out your meals and grocery shopping can be easy, it can be efficient, it can fit specific to your schedule, and it doesn't have to be something that you dread or that you get overwhelmed by. So if you make your grocery list and you follow this process, please tag us on Instagram because I would love to look at what you're eating, see how exciting and how easy and how much joy this is bringing to your life. So tag us at free method nutrition, and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We hope you enjoyed this episode of food freedom podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at free method nutrition for more inspiring content on food, freedom, intuitive eating, body respect, and many other things. If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it to reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe so you always catch our latest conversations. See you next episode. Are you ready to master your mindset and take your health habits to the next level? We created our free method shop with those goals in mind. In our shop, you'll find our Freedom Journal and Elevate Affirmation Cards. Our Freedom Journal is a mindset and gratitude journal that will be the perfect addition to your health and wellness journey. Complete with journal prompts and reflection questions, this journal will help you turn your goals into lasting habits. Each journal page is broken into five sections affirmations, gratitudes, what you're learning, what you need to let go of, and what you need to hold on to. The perfect addition to our Freedom Journal are our Elevate Affirmation Cards. These affirmation cards come with 31 mantras, prompts, and encouragements to elevate your relationship with food and body. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash store to order yours today.